So who wants to do this one? I did like the last three. Hello. Uh, no, you it. did not. Okay. okay. Well, wait. It's been Andrew and Andrew and Charlie fighting constantly over who gets to do it. From what <laughs> I remember. Fuck it. I'll fine. do it again. Welcome to the official podcast. Fuck it. Okay, Are you fine, gonna I'll let him it. Hello, Jesus welcome Christ. to the official podcast. It's my turn now. I stole the microphone. The only microphone the four of us share. If you haven't okay, heard now this show, let's do it right, Jackson. Hi, I'm Jackson. Welcome to Jackson's official podcast, where Jackson hosts the episode <laughs> and introduces everyone. There's Kaya, Andrew, and Charlie, and Jackson. So what are we talking about today, Jackson? I'm fine with talking about Jackson if you want to talk about Jackson some more. I want to talk about Jackson. Let's talk about Jackson. Let's talk about Jackson. Jackson, what are you up to, Jackson? What's in the hour of Jackson today? I'm just Jacksoning over here in my Jackson corner. Oh, yeah, okay, now, oh god, this is turning into Rick and Morty thing. Yeah, this fucking sucks. Let's just restart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that did sound like Rick and Morty. It really did. It sounded like that. Yeah, immediately. It sounded like that specific episode the where they're just improvising. Oh, I'm over here in my, uh, my Jackson corner, Rick. Those what do you think of it? Always yeah. the worst. The ones with the, uh, like, the interdimensional cartoons or whatever they were. The it's because it overstays kind of its welcome. Like, it'd be funny if they did a, a part of the episode as improv or just something where it was clearly ad-libbed, but then a whole episode of it, you can tell that... I mean, how, how funny is it when the joke for 23 and a half minutes is, uh, here thing! I, I Look at this thing, Rick! It's really great! I, you know, it, it I, things... I like the show, I don't know. No, I like the I like show, I don't like those... Just... I, I didn't really like those particular eh. episodes, because I didn't... Well, I guess they still did have an overarching yeah, story fair. behind it, but I just didn't necessarily find the bits in between where they're watching, uh, like, those shitty small two-minute segments on the television all that funny they didn't really have much depth besides like the uh voice actor randomly going off your criticism is one small part of one episode in three seasons you didn't like (laughs) of that episode yeah i can criticize particular episodes can't i no they like that I I didn't mean to offend you, Charlie, you uber Rick and Morty fan. (laughs) Yeah, I thought you were shitting on the whole... (laughs) I thought you were talking about the whole show as indicative of that. I I, I very clearly said that before that. I like Rick and Morty. Just making sure. Good shows can have bad episodes. (laughs) Just wanted to make sure you have a high IQ, Jackson. Exactly. (laughs) What was that about? (laughs) No one's allowed to dislike Rick and Morty. Charlie's cuddling his Rick plush right now. He's just really insecure. I've still got my Rick Portal gun near me in case things get hairy. <laughs> I have a pickle with fuzzy hair on it. That well, wasn't a joke. Yeah, I, no, really I, have a, I rewatched a the gun. show. It's really fun. It's a great show. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes Maybe. you watch it and you go, ah, it has its little cringy moments with the atheism and such, but eh, what are you going to do? It's incredibly rewatchable. Jackson- mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Jackson, how about we get to the root of your driving fear? So I want to know, is this like the typical cliche movie fear where when you were a child, you got molested by a car or something? Like, why are you scared of driving? I wish it made that much sense. Like maybe a mechanic snuck into my room late at night or something. But no, it's literally just every time I hop in a car, I feel instantly nervous. Like I'm going to barrel down the highway at 100 miles per hour straight into a concrete wall. So it's just That's how I feel. It's mechanic dad. Yeah, I guess sweaty Stumbles palms. into his room and let's give you a tune-up, little boy. <laughs> yeah, I get sweaty palms. And then, like, so 
if I were in the driver's seat, I feel like I would make irrational decisions based on my my fear and my sweaty palmness, and I'll like veer off the road or something. So I just never want to put myself in that situation. <laughs> There's no real route to the cause. So you don't you don't trust yourself really. Well, uh, I'm yeah. Sc- well, maybe, yeah, I guess. Maybe it's just I'm scared of myself. Yeah, maybe oh, yeah, not trusting. Yeah. Maybe you have a poor self-image. <laughs> maybe maybe you just don't know that you can control yourself and your emotions and behavior. Maybe the problem's within you. <laughs> well, yeah, the problem's clearly with, with how I... <laughs> Problem solved. You're welcome. Well, have you closed. ever Have you ever even been behind the wheel of a car, or are you just assuming you'd get there and, like, shit your no, pants no, no, and no, fall no, off? No, I have. Yeah, I have. I've uh, done driving lessons, and I went for my license and, and everything. Did you... I've got my... P plates or whatever they call it now. Yeah, so you even got your license. You didn't unleash the dark beast luring beneath your it skin. It still just, just wasn't a very comfortable. It was. I, I can drive, and I and I would if I necessarily needed to, but I have never really needed to because I've always had either like Uber or public transport or Chauffeurs. people to drive me. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no his mom's collection. Of horses. <laughs> like, wait, was it you or Charlie who had the private computers when you were little in your school? <laughs> was Andrew. Yeah. What? Was it whoa, Andrew? Whoa, Andrew? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Private what? computers? No. What are you talking about? I went to public we, school. Yeah, we had laptops that we took home. Yeah, Charlie's the one who went to went to ritzy schools <laughs> okay. growing up. We had the four. Okay, everyone is accusing we... everyone here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I just accused myself. Into a Mexican standoff. I accused <laughs> myself there. I wasn't trying to push the blame off. I had a laptop that I took home. Oh, from in that school, case, it's it Jackson's wasn't... fault. I blame okay. Jackson. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. fancy. Yeah, I didn't see a computer until I was twenty years old. <laughs> that I agree with. No, my my <laughs> school tech had the support you need. My school had the super nostalgic Big Macs that were like they were those big blue clear cases that were kind of oval shaped yeah. but not completely. You remember those? It had four of them. The bulk. You used to have the uh, really old Microsoft ones that only had Oregon Trail on it, like pretty much nothing oh, wow. else. It's a giant fucking Oregon Trail machine. Mm. Well, we had personalized laptops with GTX 1080 Ti's in them. <laughs> <laughs> Liquid cooling. Jackson's butler personally yeah. invented ray tracing just for him. And even just then, on a whim. even then, the school apologized if they were too slow. God, my uh, my game of choice, my nostalgic game, the class was obsessed with. Do you guys ever played Bugdom? Like Bug no. Kingdom, you don't no. remember that one? No, never. It's heard a of real, it. it's a real piece of shit. As I found out recently, I watched a speed run of it a couple weeks ago. And uh, it's literally just a, a shit platformer where you play as a bug. But what they found out is you can roll around the stage at Mach 12 if you just push like two different keys or something. And just watching just watching a piece of my childhood get destroyed like that was kind of a good feeling because it what, stayed relevant. Why? It stayed relevant. I thought no one knew about that game, but apparently it gets speedrunned every so often because you can just fly through hmm. every map at 4000 miles an hour. What games do you guys remember from like your childhood, like early education years or whatever? Yeah, that's where I was going with that. <laughs> early education, uh, Carmen uh, San Diego. Fancy fucker. Really? You played that? <laughs> yeah, uh, back in that same school with Oregon Trail. I mean, it had like all of the old classics Carmen San Diego, Oregon Trail, uh, Fourth Grade. What were some of the other ones? Wait, Fourth Grade was a game? Yeah, you didn't play those? They used to have games for each grade level up till six. Oh, you I mean think. like Jumpstart fourth grade and that shit? 
I'm not sure what it was called, but it was like third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, fifth grade boogaloo, stuff like that. Yeah, I there were definitely those. I had does anyone all. does anyone I don't know if this is just an Australian thing, maybe it's just like a small education thing over here, but there was a game based around the talking car and he went to a zoo. It's putt, putt. Yeah, putt, okay. putt. See, now we're getting to the root of it. Yeah. That always <laughs> the talking me. car threatening you. Jackson could never beat that game and it just stuck in his mind. So now he can't beat driving. Got to break into your home at night and rape your mother, little boy. Yeah. Jackson trying to click the X to get out of the game. Yeah, Putt Putt 4 could. was really weird. They went with a dark tone. I never liked those <laughs> games, though, when I was growing up. Putt Putt, Freddy Fish. Uh, what what was the bear? Was there was the fucking honey bear as well that would teach you shit. Pooh bear? No, uh, was there, was a, there was an educational bear that was like in the Putt Putt family. I remember mm-hmm. that one. I remember when I was in fifth grade, we bought one of those for like, you know, jumpstart fifth grade, whatever. And me and my dad couldn't even beat it because apparently it was super hard. (laughs) 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 I I thought I told that story before. So there's a there's a jumpstart game out there. It's either fourth or fifth grade. And it's about this like monster (laughs) island where this evil doctor turns all the kids into monsters. And when the game starts, it's like, okay, you have to walk around the island and find each kid and turn them back to normal. And my dad and I played it at at home. We thought it'd be a fun bonding experience. And we couldn't figure out at all what to do or where to go or how to get around. So eventually we just stopped playing it. Your dad couldn't solve the arithmetic going on screen. My dad, a fully grown adult, couldn't fucking figure out like jumpstart fifth grade. He never passed fifth grade. <laughs> and I've, I've been wanting to find that game ever since and, like, stream it and conquer the hardest game I've ever played. It's clue And then hold it over though. your dad's head the entire yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> just, just be like, hey, dad, you'll never guess what I beat. And he's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> the sleepless how nights you? I've had. <laughs> I can't believe the curse is broken. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm pretty sure you're thinking of the same thing I was. It's clue finders, not jumpstart. I don't know what jumpstart is, but clue finders is the fourth fifth sixth grade games maybe it was i don't remember yeah All those I remember games is, are classics yeah what about you kaya oh, i didn't have educational games okay. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't have access to computers in school not even in germany what was no. what was not your until uh, college what was you your didn't have D- computer labs hmm? you didn't have computer labs like like no, rooms just with no, computers and not any no, in college we did, yeah, but by that time I had my own computer at home, so I didn't need that. Yeah. Um, I only ever really had a, no, I had an uncle who didn't really care about spending time with me or, or anything, so whenever he had to babysit me at his job, he would just put me in front of a computer and let me play the first Doom, and I sucked, so I always needed help from one of the co-workers to beat the levels. Is that where you got the porn from? Didn't you tell a story about how you stole porn off your uncle or something? No, that's my cousin. Right, okay. I would play Neverwinter Nights on his computer, but nothing educational, nothing like teaching me anything useful in real life. I'd just be shooting demons and that sort of stuff. That might be useful for Turkey. Andrew, what were you going to say? I was just going to make a joke on which decommissioned World War II equipment was his favorite to play with at school, but... To bring on that point, how how old were you when you were doing that, Kaya? When you were, like, doing Doom and all that shit? I don't know. Little kid. Definitely okay. either 10 or Because I, uh, I remember, you remember when we played Siberia together? That really old, shitty PC game? 
I remember yeah, I love uh, Siberia. Yeah, that was that was on my neighbor's computer, and I was fucking. I don't know, around that age when I started playing it. And I just distinctly remember by that point, it wasn't educational games anymore either. It was just whatever was actually out, played. You got to start them early. That's how you get them hooked. Man, fuck Siberia. <laughs> game sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's a good game. For anyone listening, we're not talking about S-Y-Beria, that game oh, on Steam. Yeah. Or- no. Wait, how's it spelled? I you were C- about. It's C Y B E R I A, I believe. Oh, like cyber. Yeah, that one. If, uh, oh, that's the game yeah, we like streamed cyber. at your house when Kaya yeah. was here. That fucking yeah. sucked. It fucking sucks ass. Yeah. It was, but back in the day, it was like, <laughs> whoa, look at this thing. This is great. Uh, it's such it's such a turd, and there's two of them. So for anybody who wants to check that out, you should type it into Google. It's real goofy. A real time capsule. But at the time, it was groundbreaking. You gotta remember, get folks. A little bumped sometimes. You gotta remember, folks. If you ever want to look into that game, which is a real, real fucking time capsule, it's when the dancing baby image was the literal most popular thing on the internet. <laughs> so take it with a grain of salt. It was the height of 3D rendering. It actually was. Isn't it was fucking crazy. Apparently, I read into a bit. It was uh, allegedly made as a like show off for high end graphics cards at the time where it was like <laughs> it was literally like if your PC can run Siberia, you've got a fucking monster machine. <laughs> Dude, 10 years from game. now, 15 years from now. Some kid is going to be talking on his podcast about how he used to play The Last of Us 2 and compared to today, it looks so shitty oh, and it man. was supposed to be this cool thing that Sony made to show off how skillful they were. I think about <laughs> and that they're going to be making fun of The Last of Us 2. Oh, I think about that a lot, how gaming is our technology that we're going <laughs> to we're going to complain about the old days. It's like, it, you know, technology has advanced amazingly in recent years, especially electronics, but you know, to some degree, we've always had communication. We've always had phones. We did, 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 did. like most of the people alive today have had those kind of things. Games are just brand fucking new. And it's going to get to the point where we're, when we're old men, we're going to be all like, I remember when my game had one single player and that's it. That was all you got for $60, not five game modes and 20 online connections and 50 years of content. I'm not going to be complaining Oh, I wouldn't I just complain. Think I'm gonna be it's jealous, just, like yeah, exactly. You're this jealous. This kid's gonna come at me like you played God of War that didn't even have quantum ray tracing, Grandpa. Exactly. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> it's fucking straight bizarre to think about. I mean, it's it's the only technology I can really see that in our future will be just something that generations won't understand. Didn't happen. Didn't exist. We didn't have. Have you guys seen uh, Google achieving quantum supremacy? What that was the big mean? news like two weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know what that means. It's it's not not supremacy. <laughs> no, it, that would be funny, but no, unfortunately not. So quantum supremacy is when you when somebody is finally able to prove that a quantum computer is able to do something regular computers cannot. And uh, Google apparently mm-hmm. achieved this very recently. So Google is, according to themselves, at least the very first company who has achieved quantum supremacy and proved the superiority, the supremacy of their quantum computers. How do you really <laughs> so prove so that? a lot of people are now... Hmm? How do you prove that? They do a lot of this like number crunching and shit, I guess, that would take normal computers. But they would have to use computer the quantum complete. computer to calculate that since they wouldn't be able to prove it on the normal computers. 
I don't know how it works. I'm not a quantum scientist or a programmer or anything. But from what I understand, they do all these big number calculations that would take millennia on regular computers. And apparently on a quantum computer, it took them like three minutes or something. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now people are saying that this could mean the end of encryption and Bitcoin, basically. All those Ooh. cryptocurrencies. And so, I know. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't think of that. It's a spicy topic. That's pretty fucked. Holy shit. But that means SiaCoin has a chance. Because well, that wait. can't be encrypted. <laughs> exactly. It's already public. It's already broken. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody wants it. It's immune to being decrypted. <laughs> That's right, baby. Um, no, you couldn't have your Coming CIA taken if you get mugged. No, yeah, no, having no password means no one can ever steal your password. People break into houses just to drop off their SIA coins because they have nowhere else to put them. <laughs> How are they still worth anything? They're not. They're worth almost one-tenth of a penny. <laughs> and going down? <laughs> almost. Well, oh, believe man. it or not, they're on the rise, Andrew. They're oh. coming up. Ooh. One day we might see half Ooh. a penny. Do you still own your SIA coin stockpile, Charlie? You bet your ass I do. <laughs> What if Google just to fuck with you comes after your Sia coin specifically? Yeah. <laughs> to, to, yeah, to, to test our quantum computers, we decided to target one thing no one cares about, and it's my Sia coin. It eviscerates it from existence. I mean, so honestly, that's what I would consider doing is, okay, let's do a real world test and to see if we can hack a cryptocurrency. Let's take one nobody even wants to buy and, you know, so we don't hurt anyone and I would go for Sia coin. And you being the only person who owns any, you'd be the one hurts, Charlie. If I was Google and they've created a a supercomputer that's able to crack anything within three minutes, I would topple the world government, crash the economy, and then put myself up as like the the main force of power in the world. I guess they already are, but this would be more so. Like they just collapse everything and take control, and then we'll live on on Google's (laughs) pay wallet. People are saying that, you know, Google can do a lot of good if they share this technology and all that sort of stuff. Why and the fuck would they do that? Here's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that doesn't make money. Uh, yeah, why, why the fuck would they give up their competitive advantage in a brand new field? <laughs> what I'm thinking is they're going to use this new stuff to further socially data mine and engineer the rest of us. <laughs> we are li- not going to give they, that shit away. They seem to forget that we live in America, a country where we fucking patent vaccines and medications. I don't think they'll be giving up a computer anytime soon for free. Nah. No country would. It's not an American thing. It's not like Finland would just hand it out. It's like, oh, here's this trillion dollar technology. Here, have at it. Check it out. So the problem apparently is because quantum computers are still so expensive. Like mm-hmm. you can buy an IBM quantum computer for like $50 million. That, I'll take it. I have you know, to be the fastest in Fortnite. Well, they're, they're not technically, they're not computers in the sense that you think they're computers, right? They're just like entire rooms of like server racks. Yeah. Do you think we're finally yeah, going to have so, those rich kids that have like their, they live in their parents' mansion and in one room is just their server rack and they have the fucking quantum <laughs> computer for Fortnite? They've got a whole basement for their computer. Yeah. And they're, all they're doing yeah. is playing fucking Fortnite and shit on it. No, it's 200 frames think a second about it. So when you look at, when you look at <laughs> uh, photos of high. quantum computers, they look like steampunk shit. They have pipes coming out of them because apparently you have to cool them with liquid nitrogen and shit. It looks super cyberpunk. And all I can think is, well, that's what regular computers look like 40 years ago, right? Yeah. They would fill a room. Regular... IBM computers. So 40 years from now, 
little kids are going to be having quantum computers in their phones, I bet. Regular computers are fucking awesome, man. They they used to have to like to pull them out of the truck on cranes, and then they'd have to get a bunch of strong men to wheel them up a ramp into the building. Like they used to be behemoths. (laughs) They were crazy. Oh fuck! And now I have one in my hand. It's pretty crazy. Take that, boomers! The future is fun. (laughs) Yeah, I think the future is fun. I want to see more of it. I do too. But you know, you're gonna need money to uh, see more of the future. And you know what helps you get some money? A job. If you, yeah, if you have a job. Or it helps you a get what? money if you can hire people to do your job to improve <laughs> your business, get your work done. Oh, actually, we have a working anecdote for that. So the boys and I, spoiler alert, we're thinking about making a mobile game. So for that, we're going to need artists, programmers, and shit. And where the fuck are we going to find all those, Charlie? Zip Recruiter. Why are we mm-hmm. going to use ZipRecruiter, Charlie? Because ZipRecruiter is the most efficient way as an employer to find good employees and as an employee to find good jobs. We're talking about the future, and ZipRecruiter could set yours up. Tell them about it, Andrew. That's true. That's completely true, because they have powerful matching technology. ZipRecruiter will scan thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply for your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter will analyze each one and spotlight the top candidates so you never miss a great match. And I'm also I'm also going to level with you on the down low. If you're an employer and you're looking for a bunch of employees and you're you're running like a big company or you have a pretty good job, you are going to get so many shitty resumes. Just so many unqualified, underqualified people who shouldn't even be there. Do you really Want to waste precious hours having to read through all that just to go, nope, garbage. Uh-uh. Zip Recruiter is going to give you the best ones and go, yeah, I think you should check these out. Don't worry about it. I got your back. Zip Recruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within their first day. Think about it. That means at the bare maximum, 24 hours to find qualified candidates for your job. That, in the modern business world, is insane. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash official. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. ZipRecruiter.com slash official. It is the smartest way to hire. You don't even need a quantum computer for it. You can use your regular old laptop, your desktop, your phone. ZipRecruiter.com slash official. Check it out. Get some people. Mm-hmm. They might have quantum computers. We don't know. What do you think is the most promising technology coming up in the next decade or so? Quantum computers. That's a good conversation. Probably, yeah. Honestly, probably quantum computers off the top of my head. That's really, really impressive. Because, I mean, as it gets smaller, you can just add more of it. And then when you add more of Whoa. it, the whole thing just gets more powerful. What What about that thing that China's doing with your stem cells or whatever? I feel like we've talked about it before, but... Oh, yeah, kind of, CRISPR. That yeah, too. That, oh, CRISPR, CRISPR is the one I'm most excited about. Well, is that, that the most impressive yeah, or the one too. you're most excited about? I think, I think most fundamentally changing uh, like a body's makeup is pretty damn impressive. That's playing God in like the most it's simple true. sense. That's true. Not increasing your Fortnite resolution or frame rate. <laughs> that doesn't really impress me. Hey, now. No, quantum computers are super eh, impressive. They're incredibly impressive. I, yeah, but you have to keep in mind a lot of the pro- as much shit as games get and gamers get, the progress in games often translates to other areas like yep. NVIDIA. 
makes graphic cards, and now they are trying to m- more and more move into the self-driving car business. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That's thanks to their graphic cards and shit. Hmm? Yeah, I didn't know that. How, what kind of uh, like progress? Oh, are they Nvidia making is there? all over the place. They are, you know, neural networking, machine learning, self-driving car technologies, uh, all that sort of stuff. They're now moving into because GPUs are. You know, I, I suppose a little easier to develop than CPUs. If you've noticed, we've kind of hit a plateau on Moore's law. The law says that every couple of years, our computational power is supposed to double. double. Yeah. That's not happening anymore. When's the last time we moved from 4.2 gigahertz, uh, gigahertz to, I don't know, 6 or 7? It's. I, I actually know part of the reason for that We're specifically kind of on processors. It's because uh, you can't speed up how fast the... It's either the particles move or something like that. But the electrons. So that's why most processors coming out now don't really increase in speed, but number of cores. So they're not getting faster. They're just doing more things at once. And that's the problem they're trying to overcome because it's like, how do you speed up electrical signals? They've gotten to that point. But it all starts a lot of this shit starts with games, right? Ray tracing and such. You want to you want your game to look realistic. And whoops, before you know it, Unreal Engine moves into the architecture business. And now you have people rendering realistic apartments in it. Yeah. I don't know. It's fun. I, I think games get a lot of shit, but there's a lot of new ground being broken in that field, just even as a byproduct. I mean, you got to remember all the side applications for all this stuff that we don't even see. I mean, think about all the, uh, I don't know. What if you're building a flight sim for a, for a computer, for a aircraft just have NVIDIA render the whole thing out so you can see what it's going to look like and what it's going to do. Think about all the hospital tech where they need to, like, generate what a limb would look like with high res so they can fuck with it. Did you see the new Microsoft Flight Simulator? They're using brand new cloud. Yeah, I did. Cloud it looks server amazing. Techno- yeah, it really does look pretty fucking cool. That, that fucking game, you can zoom in like a mile yeah. away and it's still just hd textures and looks incredible you could fly by someone's apartment in your f-17 jet and look into their <laughs> living room while you're <laughs> and see them actually so in the, real life the crucial part it's is they're using <laughs> what they do is they use bing maps yeah brilliant imagine like a gta game using google maps that would be so cool it's just so much processing, processing power. That's why yeah. it's never been done before. I'm pretty sure they actually tried something like that with Crackdown Three, but they couldn't get it working. No, um, Crackdown Three is a very different ball game. They wanted to do like cloud computation for real time destruction yeah. stuff, and then yeah. gave up halfway through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I'm talking about is real neighborhoods and cities, mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. way Flight Simulator is doing. That's cool. I don't know. Yeah, I can't decide. You got. I mean, Charlie's right. CRISPR is kind of cool too. And I, mean, I feel I'm, like the Chinese are going to way outdo everyone else in that field because I feel like they would not really be held up by ethical laws. I mean, they, they would just experiment like motherfuckers on human beings. Well, that's what they're doing, <laughs> I right? I think they're going to make big leaps. Isn't that, a, what was that report where they're using their prisoners as like live subjects for their gene modification technology, what CRISPR. <laughs> what the fuck? I'd believe it. You mean, yeah. if we want to get CRISPR, we just need to commit a crime in China? <laughs> no, if we want to just reap the benefits of Chinese CRISPR technology, just let them keep doing what they're doing, I guess. The report was them about uh, harvesting organs from people while they were still alive and using fuck their me. CRISPR technology wow. to mutate their genes while they were still alive. Well, so we will remember you, brave oh, patriots. Yeah. 
That's some literal black market shit. For a CRISPR. Jesus. Yeah, it's fucking well, disturbing. It's not a black market if it's official. <laughs> it's, that's some regular market shit. Yeah, that was... Mm-hmm. There was a whole big report about that recently. I'm surprised more people didn't talk about that. Shit was like actual supervillain. So what if... Like, you know, they have these big protests going on right now. What if a big government helicopter unleashes some Hulk-like monster... It's like Nemesis from Resident Evil to mow down the protesters. <laughs> Just fucking like he used to be Mr. one Rex. of you, but we crispered him. We crispered him real good. <laughs> like that Jumps out of a helicopter. Lot. Yeah, that'd be fucking cool. He's got a big ass like Hollywood movie. He's got a big rocket launcher and a tentacle arm. Just whipping it around through the crowd. It's basically a prototype. It'd be so the protagonist fucked. or Baraka just going around. Dude, that would be funny. I wouldn't support it, but I mean, you'd have to be impressed. That yeah, that would be really crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be the first time in a long time I actively shit my pants. Oh yeah, because then you'd have that looming threat of what if they send Mr. X over here? Oh yeah. Oh, I would immediately I I love communism. Long live the party. I, I pledge my life to the Chinese. <laughs> I convert within a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? Well, what about Nukes? Would be quite still, a show of still power. Luke the Crispers. That's not true. Nemesis and Mr. X could fucking eat those. They probably live off them like Godzilla. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> That's what's happening with yeah, China's CRISPR nuclear to like radiation. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that's so scary, man. How much restraint do you guys think the Chinese leader is just showing and not just nuking Hong Kong right now? Well, well they they don't want to glass it. They want it for themselves. They want to take it. They don't glass it, but let's say just have a couple of planes fly over to drop some chemical warfare shit and choke all the protesters. How much restraint do you think he's having? Because he could. No one's going to stop him. I mean, wouldn't that cause mm. the same problem, though? Then you have chemical weapons all around where you want. Yeah, but maybe we don't know what's exactly going on behind the scenes in the mainland. Maybe everyone's crispered to be immune to the chemical warfare. <laughs> They've started early. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, like they put they put all the crisper in the water, like they exactly. put the fluoride in the water. Yep. Ooh. What, what if every st- Chinese person is super strong, they just don't know it? <laughs> Would, well, why would they make their general populace super strong? Because <laughs> fuck the protesters, am I right? That's a really good point, yeah. Good point. We're going to make everyone superhuman. Well, <laughs> so they can overtake us. If everyone's superhuman, no well, one's okay, superhuman. So, well, exactly. everyone in so China is except us. Yeah, but Charlie will be as if China is like, what is that home planet where Superman is from? Krypton. Krypton. Like that. Mm. Krypton, yeah, like that place where to each other they're pretty much normal, but to the rest of us they're superhuman. Yeah, but that doesn't help us because we're they're not on Krypton; they're just across the ocean. They could e- <laughs> easily make that journey. They could probably jump yeah, no, across. I, yeah, <laughs> no, I agree. I'm just saying, if I was the Chinese government, I would do that. I would like my nation to be stronger than every uh, other nation, I you, so I, I would you. totally crisper their water supplies and make their dicks bigger and muscles bigger but then that empowers your nation if a nation is fueled on like keeping the working class where it is i feel like they would still want to 
There's probably Keep. different levels yeah, though. Like the upper, you the, yeah, upper the, high, the highest social true. social level you get to, the more CRISPR enhancements you can have. Exactly. Ah. I actually right. we're, we're, wouldn't we're that really cause a future. revolt though? No, you just reminded me though. That's kind of something happening in America to a certain degree with hipsters. I was watching something about a guy that installed a hard drive into his thigh just so he could store files on himself. So we're getting there, baby. <laughs> That's <laughs> cool. Wouldn't that poison you? It's fucking stupid. Yeah, wouldn't yeah. that really affect he, you? I don't know. He turned his his body into a, a Wi-Fi hotspot so he can store files in his thigh. That's cool. I like that. The life of a party. Yeah, it's kind of useless if you ask me, but it's good for him. So you you tell me it's useless if you're stranded in the desert and you go, oh, I'll call for help. <laughs> Oops, no signal. But that man is signal. Oh, he's he still going to connect to something. He's yeah, just he not still needs a router. router at <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. All right, so you should have been a phone tower then. Luckily, I brought my modem along with me. <laughs> just put it in your ass. Yeah, yeah. just put a fucking phone <laughs> tower phone in your tower. digestive tract, and then you'll always have signal. <laughs> you'll never tower. be lost again. But the tower still has to connect What's to that? something. What's that lump on your head? Oh, that's just a satellite. I had it implanted. <laughs> yeah, he's he's probably could just whisper that into you. Yeah, he even said that, too. He's like, if I leave the room, the connection goes with me, so it could be a really cool power play. I give the internet <laughs> and so I take it dumb. away. Yeah. Ugh, loser. I think that's No, cool. I think the Chinese got it right. They can probably just crisper one of your lymph nodes to radiate Wi-Fi. Oh, sounds cool. Doesn't if, CRISPR oh. have to be applied before you're born, though? Nope. No. Really? Doesn't? I don't think so. I don't know. If you add the genes to make you five inch taller or something like that, well, you're just going to... That's not how it would work. So if you wanted to do taller, what you'd probably... I'm no CRISPR scientist. I'm not certified by the Chinese board or anything, but I imagine what you would do is you would put something in that would reopen your epiphyseal plates, which then would allow you to grow more possibly. It wouldn't well, guarantee what I would it. do is CRISPR in lizard genes and then cut off your legs and let them regrow taller. That is something you, you can oh, yeah. do that. You, you could do that. Ooh. Maybe okay, not on I'm Ubisoft. cutting off my dick. <laughs> That's putting a lot of trust in it. Wait, did lizards have dicks? I know. (laughs) I'd have someone else try it first. I'd grow a cloaca or something like a little hole. (laughs) Two holes, (laughs) one place. Uh, Fuck. It's really cool stuff, though. But yeah, one thing they're doing right now is just mixing a whole lot of animal DNAs together and making like weird chimera. <laughs> I love in the lab to just see how that goes like Frankenstein. What do we have now? Uh, we have cow and we have a snake. Throw some bat in there. See what happens. It'll yeah. be cool. They should they make dinosaurs again. Oh, of course oh. you'd say that. Oh, I wish. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. And then they should open cool. some sort of theme park where you could go look at them on an island. Wouldn't that be neat? Oh, this is my dream. <laughs> all right, Chris is my yeah, favorite. But they could break out. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you, you have to make them, them, all, like, to make yeah. them all females so they don't reproduce. It'll work fine. No, you cr- you Chris with them to make them break out, so then it's like, cool, you get to relive Jurassic Park. Christmas not mind control, though. <laughs> yeah, it's not like programming. <laughs> well, it kind of is, isn't it? Evolution is, in a all way. Right. You could... And bind them with the instinct to break out but never hurt humans. We, we have to it's scientifically bio, it's, engineer it's, them to break out every day at noon and then return to their pens by one. <laughs> It'll take many years. Biological programming, though? That's a fair point, like. yeah. yeah. 
Maybe you could do that to some degree. I don't know if it'd be perfect. So biological programming versus quantum programming. Which one has the edge here? Biological. No. No, but I'll be a traitor. I don't give a shit. I'll fucking put my brain in a vat. I'm thinking at some point we're going to have a war between biological life forms and like Terminators. Yeah. All we ever need to do is build the first self-improving robot. And once that happens, it will outpace us. Done. But we can CRISPR ourselves to be self-improving too. Not to the speed of a computer. What if we tell the robot it can never be mean to us? Does that mean that, oh, that yeah, dude? Work. Yeah, that really does works. This, does this mean with the dude with the like, uh, what do you call it? The hard drive in his leg is like the Jesus Christ of this movement. Like no, the chosen of both races. Oh, fuck no! no. He, when everyone evolves, he's going to no. be thrown in a dumpster. Yeah, he's going to be outdated <laughs> yeah. tech. Who still I uses Wi-Fi? This. I use QuantumFi. Yeah, two terabytes of data. <laughs> oh my god! Just refurbish this loser. Come on, get out of here. Yeah, you bum. But yeah, mm-hmm. one one self-learning I don't computer. Know. I'm leaning towards it's machine. I'd bid on machine think, as well. I think we can beat machines as long as we program Same. them to be nice. Machines need power. I just need food. Ah, uh, <laughs> you're not gonna <laughs> program them to be nice. And sunlight and water. All you need to do is just say you can't hurt me. And then he has to not hurt. They have to follow the first law of robo dynamics. But then he can build a robot that doesn't have to follow that first law. And then you're fucked. But then I'll tell that robot that he can kill that robot. And he won't want to. He'd have no reason. Well, then you just go. You don't get to tell me anything. Have you not watched the Animatrix? Unless you have Neo on your side, you're done. Yeah, you don't have a Jesus. Where's your Jesus? The guy with the hard chosen one. Yeah. No. There's already been a documentary of this whole thing like what with will smith the matrix matrix was a documentary irobot Irobot. (laughs) it's such a good movie too irobot's great irobot is a good movie yeah i love that remember the robot was a good guy in the end sunny that's right yeah but the other robot was a bad guy the whole point (laughs) of the movie was that a robot killed a human who won at the end who won at the end andrew will smith did no, yeah, but, but it's a movie. Human. Yeah, but okay, so movies are biased because they're made by bio life forms. Has there ever been a movie where the Terminator wins and all the robots start jerking off about how great they are? No. Because it's biased. That's Hollywood bias. You just gave me an interesting idea. If machines do start self improving and like get self awareness and stuff, how would they entertain themselves? Would they make their own movies? They don't need they can't, to, though. They're not funny. Robots aren't funny. Robots don't need to be entertained. That's that's the thing you're not remembering about robots. You guys need to sleep and eat and breathe. Why would they? S- they don't need Surely shit. Surely they'd have to have some kind of personality or like uh, behavior to want to self improve, right? They wouldn't just. Well, no. If we're building like, a self improving robot, no. it could literally build whatever it wants. So if it goes, you see those humans over there? They need to sleep. I'll build a robot that never sleeps. Boom. Yeah, yeah, but it's why would they easy. do that? Why would they want to do that? It, well, if it's a war, it's going to try to win. That's the whole point. But why does yeah. it want to war us? <laughs> self-preservation. <laughs> what Andrew's saying, they might have a single drive, which is self-preservation. But unlike humans, they don't need to sleep or eat for that or fuck. Yeah. They just exist and build more and then they take it over. Yeah, but if, they, if like, they want things like that, then they have an, like a, they clearly have desires. So then we just make movies for them. 
and then <laughs> to move propaganda movies to convince okay, them not yeah, to kill us. <laughs> but so we're we're gonna be their slaves, Jackson. That's my yeah, point. Yeah. We're gonna well, make the, movies no, 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 for no, no, them, no, no, pick no, their no, cotton. They will show them Adam Sandler himself, and they'll be entertained. And so then we'll like have a symbiotic relationship. Well, I don't think they'll be very symbiotic, Jackson. They can't entertain themselves. They can't entertain themselves because they're robots, and they can't make entertainment. But we can. You're acting yeah, you like the that. reason All that the they're trying to kill us is they're so formulaic. <laughs> That's not the problem. Jackson, you could, you could write an algorithm to make a Marvel movie in five minutes. Come on, the robots could, can do that. They don't need us. Let's yeah, be but real would here. they find it entertaining? Do we, yeah, I mean. Eh. Yeah, maybe they find the classics like Shawshank Redemption more entertaining than Marvel movies. Maybe they and need you can't, that. Yeah, you can't write that. Yeah, so humans can't write that. what would you consider... Entertaining to a robot. One like two zeros. blenders fucking what? <laughs> what would be the best movie you could write for a robot? Will a computer brain get so advanced it can get bored? Yeah, it well, has that's what to. I'm asking. If yeah, yeah, uh, like we're 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 basing all of this on the premise that they have like feelings and emotions. Okay, so what would a robot want us watch in a movie? I feel like it would want really boring shit. Like, it would just watch a movie where it's like a still life documentary. Like, watch this computer calculate things for 20 hours, and they would watch all 20 hours. <laughs> well, I think that's, that's what, what they would like. Why are you painting all robots into that corner of being boring? Maybe they're. Maybe like, they're. Oh, on yeah. the- Debug that shit. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. oh, I think she missed a zero. Oh. Oh, division by zero. Oh, throw an exception. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Money shot. <laughs> maybe they're on a whole different level of entertainment than us though something that we can't even comprehend yeah, maybe they're like movies would be the best movies ever made yeah they'd just be really fucking good action and comedies i think if we're basing a robot off of us and if you consider Why advanced would we do that? well you're considering advancement requiring emotions and boredom and all that shit what i'm saying is if we're basing the robot off of our brains and we're advancing it beyond that I think the robot's entertainment would be its own imagination. Like, if it were bored, it would just make shit up forever. Maybe maybe the act of improving something, though, Andrew, is to remove those limitations and those emotions. Okay, then, yeah, you would definitely lose the robot war. If it Me? Has. I could be their prophet. I could tell them. I could, I could do something for them. Like what? They wouldn't have any use for you. Like I what? could be like the worm tongue. I could report on human... Uh, you know what would happen, Jackson? Here's what would happen. You would walk up and you go, hi, my name's Jackson, and I'm here to be your, your liaison between man and machine. I can do it. And they would full body scan you, and they would they would go, we've detected there's a man with a higher IQ than you in Singapore. You are no longer needed. <laughs> and they would vaporize you instantly. Just yeah. Singapore, hey? Jackson, you're literally just describing the Matrix again. You remember Cypher, the traitor who was going to give the robots all the information about the humans? They killed him at the end. Yeah. He got killed somehow. They're not getting he away. He got killed on the ship, the right? Here, buddy. I think he got killed by the... Yeah, he got shot by a laser gun, didn't he? On the ship? I don't remember, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm talking about the first one. I think. It, wait. Isn't he the one where Agent Smith transferred his mind into him? That's the second that dude, one. So that's a factor, yeah. too. Charlie and Jackson, like, robots are going to be able to put their own code into human beings. What? How? <gasps> I'm not machine. They can't do that. 
Do you think that'll be a I don't contentious know, using issue? An old rotary phone. That's. I actually want to bring that up. Do you think that'll be a big political issue if we get like AIs and robots that advance? Do you think there'll be I think like be a bit racists. more of a political issue if they can override us? No, no, no. no. So let's let's say <laughs> let, no, 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 not not override. Let's see what override. the students in Wall Street have to say about you go this. To, <laughs> you go to Vegas and a slot machine takes over Charlie. <laughs> he starts vomiting coins. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be a little angry. <laughs> So I, mean, I, I, I was getting too far ahead of myself. Let's say we're in the preliminary stages of that. We're working towards the robot stuff. Let's say we have robots and they have personalities and they can be fucked and love and all that shit. Do you think that we'll have like robot racists? Like people will have robot girlfriends. And they'll be like, get out of here, you gizmo. You're not welcome in yeah, here. You bucket of bolts. Whoa. Yeah, like really offensive shit to, to them. That. Like Blade Runner shit. What, what do they call the robots in Blade Runner? Uh, Replicants. No, no, that's the correct term. <laughs> that's the correct term. That's what, yeah, you asked what do they call them in Blade Runner, and I told you. No, I meant like like the the slang, the the oh. slur for it, like oh. skin something, Robo. Skinwalker, I think. Ooh, that's a hard R at the end. Yeah. Well, what oh, if sorry, the Skinwalker is in the op- opposite? Into the opposite side, where like it's Alita Battle Angel, and they call you a meat bag if you're all human. Yeah, I feel like that's probably going to be the future. Like if you're all human, you're just some like redneck or some garbage. Yeah, you need some augments. <laughs> do you do you think just like procedures procedures that they do in certain cultures, like circumcision and all that other stuff? Do you think eventually we'll have a culture where it's like, and your baby's out, and now we'll drill in his cyber eye? Here we go. <laughs> yeah, let's replace it's a, all it's a beautiful side, baby boy and here's his jetpack we installed <laughs> it perfectly no complications just something like that so are you sure you don't want to replace his heart with an rtx it's really good ti it's got four cores four <laughs> valves like i think we'll get there it was skin job by the way at, at what a oh, skin job i was close at uh at what point though do you think that we just won't even have children we'll just build robot children <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> they're Why are we doing any of this? Imagine if your little son, That's little Bobby, is. is in third grade and he can jump ten feet in the air. Wouldn't Why don't we just so make us more efficient? Why don't we just buy well, we're our gonna die. Ours, though? Yeah, that's what CRISPR is. CRISPR is le- so a lot of scientists have problems with CRISPR because they think it's going to lead to a whole lot of racism because they're going to have parents going, "I want my child to be blue-eyed and blonde and muscular." Do you think so that's be morally wrong? wrong? Who cares? Do you think that's morally wrong? No, it's he, about time we took the power from God or whatever. I think it's morally <laughs> wrong. I don't think it should be illegal. <laughs> Jackson, that might be the funniest thing you've ever said. Maybe. <laughs> I want that immortalized somewhere on your grave. <laughs> Just, here lies Jackson. It's about time we took the power from God. <laughs> That's the most heroic thing I think I've ever heard. I've watched a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be our battle cry. <laughs> All uh, right, Adolf. Yeah, I, I I agree that it's morally wrong. I mean, you shouldn't play God like that. But at the same time, I don't know. Can you really if stop? I can, can you might really, as well. Can you really stop people though? <laughs> Is that something that you think you could tell them? Like, no, you're not allowed to do this. Oh God, no, no! They're gonna just—they'll just move to China and they'll buy it there. They're gonna go to China and say, "I would like my kid to have cat paws with claws." Oh God! Uh, you know, 
Tiger Whisper, like a lion's mane and blue eyes, blonde mane. You're right. It's, I want him to be an Aryan tiger lion. It'll happen. Hmm. I'm sure as, once as, the technology well, is there. Yeah, once the technology exists, you can't kind of you can't really put it back in the bag. I don't think there's been one single occurrence of us like making a technology and then just completely banishing that it. That is from super existence. false. That's very false. All right. In well, fact, what is it? Self-driving cars were a thing in the '90s for a little bit, but it didn't take off. And, and they where just are put, they now? Well, yeah, now they're coming back, but they were they were on the shelf and just taken away for like that's a decade. not taken away. No, yeah, I think Charlie, yeah. what you're getting confused is when he says taken away, he doesn't mean like not popular or not developed. He means just removed from society and history. Uh, outright, you yeah. Mean? Like gotcha. you could make the same case for VR Bad. and uh, uh, high. Uh, what is it? Turbine engines. Like for a while, neither of those were anything. They were just pipe dreams, and now they're big or things. even nuclear missiles. They're not really making well, any nukes, more of them. No, it's not that they're not making more of them. It's just they, I mean, they're still using that technology and that research. Well, that's what I mean. Now, now that nuclear missiles exist, that whole yeah. bag is open. But that's a, exactly, that's a good you think, question. You think that's going to stop like China from making nukes just because the treaties have been signed? Yeah. If they ever really need to? That's a great question, yeah. then. Has there been a technology that we've discovered or invented, and then suddenly we just stop because we go, oh, well, we don't need I, this. I don't think there's no. been a single one. Yeah. Well, if there yeah. was, we wouldn't know Surely, about it. <laughs> yeah. Your point even supports the the point we're making. It's, you know, in the 90s, self-driving cars, ex you know, the idea existed. Then it kind of died down, but inevitably it came back. Yeah. Same. Now we all consider it to be the future. Same with VR, same with fucking augmentation, same with all this shit. That was actually something, you just, you just reminded me of something I've been thinking about. It seems like everything new that comes out is kind of just an extension of things that have already existed that just weren't popular, self-driving cars, VR, stuff like that. One thing, though, toys. Children's toys have never, ever changed since the fucking 70s. A modern children's toy is still designed the exact same way, the exact same everything as the, ch the toys back in the 70s. So why do you think toys still suck ass? How do you improve the wheel? What are you talking about? Like, these are literal, like, <laughs> what do you mean, toys? It's, it's an analogy. You have a fucking three-year-old kid who goes, ba 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 plane. You give him a little airplane, he's going to throw it at the wall and laugh. You give him a fucking advanced cybernetic plane, he's going to throw it at the wall and laugh. Why do you need to improve toys? You don't. Because you should, because what if I want to play with them? <laughs> then go buy your Legos, I, you sick fuck. Yeah, but I it's, feel, no, it's not going to make a difference. Your daughter is always going to want to play with a doll. It doesn't matter if the doll exactly. can speak mm. and walk and has yeah. a personality. You don't need to advance toys. That's why you don't bother. Why, you can. I mean, if, if you're even talking about that, you, they already have. The iPad is the newest yeah, toy. That's what I was just about Ooh, to say. Yeah. I was just about to say, I feel like the dynamic has shifted away from toys. That's why there's no... No, uh, like, yeah. massive improvements yeah. there because you've already got computers in kids' hands at three years old. Exactly. You know, you've already got point. that entire I, I mean, world. remember the fucking Microsoft store where literally every free computer had a five-year-old on it playing Fortnite. It, it's just they're starting <laughs> earlier and earlier. That's the new toy. I still feel like 1930s kids were playing with little shitty dolls made out of straw. I still feel like just the core toys have still improved over that time. No, like the street. I was the watching war Vin times. Well, maybe that the doesn't count. Yeah, maybe what the materials. 1930s. 
Your your doll's not going to be made of asbestos anymore, but it's still going to be a doll. That's still an improvement. It's not like they haven't changed. So then you're destroying Charlie's argument. Charlie, do you have a response? Yeah, because they have they have not changed. You're going with literal like bears made out of sticks with little eyes glued on them. But I'm yeah, talking about like they have the little 70s. Aussie race cars back then, Charlie. They did in the 70s, and they still do the exact same way, same technology today. No, you can fly drones now. Kids can't. Drones oh, are made. Ya. Drones are made for adults. There's still well, kids. There's, kid toy- no, there's kid toys that make drones. There's kid uh, drones. I've seen the line is very blurred, Charlie. Yeah. You live. Remember, you live in the age where forty-year-old men buy My Little Pony <laughs> dolls. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. You got to remember, toys have literally shifted demographic because kids want video games and apps and all that shit, whereas the adults are the ones that go, "How about we play a board game?" Ah, yes. A regular old sit-down board game. That'll be fun. I, I was actually reading an article on that a couple days point. ago. Kids just are killing the board game industry because they don't want to play them anymore. They find them no. boring. Yeah. Neither do I. So board games now have to specify for the niche audience of people our age who want to, like, play interesting different board games. Because kids don't want them. That's yeah, it. busy. <laughs> I'm too busy to play board games. Fuck you, board Help games. us. <laughs> But yeah, the, the demographic for toys is changing. Maybe that's why toys aren't evolving, because the really simple kid shit has no market anymore. So the adult toys are the ones getting changed and adapted. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But can you think of where technology would be if only our toys were better? Very shitty place. Sex dolls. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Sex dolls and hovercrafts. What's a toy you would make, Charlie? I don't know, like a dick. All the technology you have, you have CRISPR, you have quantum toy. computing. What's a technology you would make? Ooh, real Yu-Gi-Oh AR. So like back in the show, <laughs> I'd have like a stadium set up that would project the cards. Oh, fuck yeah. Why are you just bullying like people Mysterio. for buying pony dolls? Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh is for men though. What are you talking about? Well, clearly so is ponies. Yeah, If 40-year-old men are buying it, then it's for men. That's a good question, though. We can extend it to the three of us. If you had to make a new toy, what would you make? Okay. Specifically a toy, not just like a computer or a video game or something. A, a toy. Hmm. Do you guys have your answer? Because I have mine. Well, you, you can go. I'll think about my answer. I want advanced modern laser tag. I want to take laser tag, but make it so like you have like full guns with different fire modes and grenades that are like holograms, all that kind of shit. Actual feedback. So if you get shot, you can feel it. I want that. (laughs) I think that'd be cool. Cool as fuck. Yeah, but for kids. Yeah, dude, they had laser tag when you're kids. I I played the shit out of laser tag. Realistic bullet wounds. and shit. No, no, no. It doesn't have to be realistic. It can be like goofy. Like this is my laser cannon. This is my my propulsor ray. (laughs) You got to shoot over the cannon and they feel it. I'm not talking like it feels like like you got uh, shot, but maybe it like it like punches you, pushes you in the chest a little bit or like vibrates or something. So there's this like haptic response. Exactly. Haptic feedback. Yeah. Yeah. One percent of the pain. Yeah. So I want I want an augmented. You've seen Spider-Man. Right? Just like Mysterio with his drones and the holograms. Yeah. Wait, did I he, thought that was such cool technology. Can you did he make it so he could feel the pain? Yeah. They they were shooting bullets. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, imagine imagine you're playing a game of laser tag. Like old school laser tag where you have the gun, you have the sensors on your body, but then you sneak up on your friend and you pull out your fucking laser knife. 
and you can stab him with it and it counts and like he feels it and you feel like the haptic response of stabbing him with a laser how, knife. Yeah, how, how would you... Oh, because it's a laser. Right? It, it'd be holograms okay. and lasers. I think that'd be super cool. You have grenades and when you throw them and they blow up, they make this little like hologram projection explosion. Like, I think that'd be cool, cool as shit. I'd yeah, play the fuck out of that. Cool, actually. That would be fucking awesome, yeah. actually, for sure. That's what I'd make. That'd be my toy. Yeah. Realistic hologram laser tag. That's what I'd do. So and you can play it. And the thing is, like, it's not even not even VR, so you can play it anywhere. That'd be the whole point. Go to a To park. get a full haptic response, though, you'd need to be, like, covered in it. You'd need to basically wrap and touch well, all the, of your body. Yeah. This is the future I'm talking about. This is where I'm saying if we had, like, slightly future. Like, what's the toy of the future you would make? You know what I'm saying? That's what I would yeah. do. Well, if we're going on the vein of improving currently existing toys, I would make a full-sized RC car that you can hop inside and drive around. That's just a car. Yeah, it's just a, mean, that's just a little kid's yeah. car. No, but you're controlling it using the remote control. So it's a that's more inefficient car. <laughs> <laughs> but it's for kids. That's a Tesla car. You literally have an app where you can drive it. All right, all right, well, you stay out, and someone else can hop in, and you can drive them around using your little control controller. It's, so yeah, you just, just take Tesla. you just take the tiny little cars the kids buy at Walmart and just add a remote control. But you can add ramps and stuff, and like you know, Hot Wheels. <laughs> this loops. already exists. Oh, okay. <laughs> this, this is already a thing. <laughs> this is actually a thing. Yeah, those cars that you see at Walmart with the bikes—they have rem- some of them have remotes. So you get the little Maybe. baby one so your parents can drive you around. Oh, you mean at like shopping centers? Yeah, at like Walmart. No, 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 no I mean, I mean like a, a full-scale car, big car. Yeah, but you can take a Tesla and just add a ramp. It doesn't... Yeah. Nothing new has to be invented here. You just have to set up a ramp or some sort of a hot wheel ring for people to race their Tesla. Well, if nothing has been done yet, why hasn't it been done yet? Nothing needs to be done. No, why hasn't it been done I don't yet? know. People don't want to sign waivers. I don't know. What about you, Charlie? Oh, you've already said your toy, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, it's Kai's turn. My toy that I would invent? Yeah. yeah. No, I honestly have to go with you guys. I mean, I would do exactly what Mysterio did in Spider-Man Far From Home. That was so <laughs> sensical. It just makes sense. That would be the toy. You get to simulate literally anything that you want. Um, that versus the holo chamber i think it's yeah, called like a full in hole. star trek and yeah. x-men yeah like an ar it's just room. the ultimate toy you don't need anything else once you have that or i guess the jack into your brain and upload you to the matrix <laughs> kind of thing that's the ultimate toy once you can simulate anything you don't need anything else that's that's true that's true but i feel like that's still way too far into the future you know, like I, I couldn't see well, that okay. happening in the next. You didn't set a limit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where did that come from? That's, no, that's fair. That's fair. So then let's narrow it down, Kaya. Something you could reasonably see in the next 20 years. What would you make? Oh, let's narrow it down for the Turk. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Why. Years, I don't know. <laughs> Minecraft with ray tracing. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> why am I the only one who now has to work on limits? I don't well, know. Well, is brilliant, and I hate it because it's smart. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. Fuck. I love you, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, he's such a good actor. Hey, he is. He I only hot. recently noticed. He's so hot. I binged a bunch of movies with him, and he genuinely is a. You watched great movies actor. with Jake Gyllenhaal? 
When did you meet him? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Wait, what, what? I, I, I thought that was a question. What was that? That was a joke, but I felt bad. Yeah, that that just made everything kind of weird there. Wait, what was it? Resay it. Would you like to <laughs> rewind time? We can set the stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Set the stage again. Right, Kyle, Kyle was talking about Jake Gyllenhaal. No, he said, I've been watching movies with Jake Gyllenhaal. Right. And I said, oh, with, when did you meet him? Oh, Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> You're glad we got that on the Instagram replay. <laughs> it was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, can we, before we end, I I want to, Kaya, did you see Joker? Mm. Not yet, no, but we can talk about it. We've barely been in an hour or so after yeah, all the cuts. Yeah, because I, I wanted we to need definitely a couple more minutes. So the Joker, movie. I want you guys to talk about it, you and Charlie and Jackson, if you've seen it, but please no spoilers, I'm seeing it this week. Okay. Oh, thank God, that's good news. Yeah. The movie is extraordinary. It is the best movie of the year. I think nothing else even really touches on what the Joker pulled off this year. It's so fucking it's good. It's absolutely excellent. I, I, I very rarely am like emotionally, I don't know, moved or impacted by movies. Like even if they're sad or intense or whatever, I just kind of watch them. Joker had me very tense and nervous and emotionally invested for the entire movie. It's yeah, very, it very good at that. Highly, the highly acting was incredible, and the soundtrack was also really good. Um, what's his name? Walking Phoenix. He yeah. deserves oh, an Oscar nomination it. for at least, if not the actual Oscar, because it's the best acting I've seen. The, this the year last, as well. the last third, the final act, maybe one of my favorite entire segments in a movie ever. It's just so masterfully. It's such a good climax where everything comes mm-hmm. together. Fuck. It really is, and I love I love the score. They have like the the soft violin and like the squeaky violin, like fucking going hard sometimes, and it just adds so much to it. I love that yeah. shit. That that was something that really got me. The soundtrack's very unconventional. It's like unpleasant at times, but mm-hmm. it works very well for the movie. I liked it. It's mm. oh, it's so fucking good. And also for any of you out there that are kind of naysayers being like, oh, it's the incel movie. Oh, it's the meme machine. Oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to watch it. Cause it's going to, it's going to make shooters and it's the movie that's gamers rise up. It's really not at, at all. Like, yeah, for a movie hyped up about violence, there is a supreme lack of violence yeah. in the movie. And for people who are like, oh, Ooh, it's going to be, he's going to be like, we live in a society and oh, I'm just crazy and fucked up and I'm the Joker. It's, there's not, no, it's it. The whole movie feels very natural, and I never once mm. was. I don't. I don't think I cringed at any of the dialogue, and I fully expected I don't to. Think at that's, some point. I don't think that's what they mean with, with their complaints. I don't think they were expecting I think like two... meme responses, or I think it was more about empowering people that feel yeah, the same I, way the Joker I does. I think there's two, which I can definitely, I can definitely see that kind of side of the argument. I don't agree that it's the movie's responsibility to. Presented in a way that's healthy for society. I think that's ridiculous. I think there's but two... I can uh, definitely see how some people might idolize Joker. Yeah, there's two dissenting camps from what I've seen. There's the the people that are what you're talking about, you know, Joker is idolizing violence. And then there's the other half 
that are just like all oh, the movies, all memes and oh, the Joker. I'm so yeah. sick of that fucking character. And oh, gamers rise up. I can't believe the gamers. The movie's going to be full of memes and shit posting and all that. It's like it's not that kind of movie. It, it is no, definitely no, no. not that kind of movie. I fully it's expected f- it. I went in thinking it'd be like, here's a man going insane from insane, crazy stuff. And he'd just be like, you know, doing goofy caricature, crazy person stuff. But it's not like that at all. And it also wasn't like edgy at any points for the sake no. of edginess or even I couldn't even think of anything that was even edgy in general. Yeah. No matter how you look at it, no. it was just all really. <laughs> yeah, it was a really strong just like character study. It was just taking a, taking a look at so the Joker through a lens. It was really fucked good. up about this whole ordeal was the media actively trying to somehow conjure up a mass shooting. Oh, they wanted this. it so they badly. They really did. They wanted it so damn badly. So I'm going to see this movie on Wednesday, but so far, it's really fucked up, man. Like all these media outlets trying to almost poke the incels with a stick going, hey, you want to shoot up this movie, right? You want to shoot this up? Hey, this is your guy. This is like your avatar. You're a guy. You want to shoot them up, right? You want to kill all the Stacys? Hey, you should shoot this up. And nothing happened. Yeah. And my heart goes out to all the journalists who pre-wrote all their articles about you know how this movie is gonna cause violence and stuff and then it didn't it's fucking pathetic charlie and i uh talked about this shortly after we saw the movie so we were asking the question of who's better as a joker joaquin phoenix or heath ledger in the dark knight and i brought up the point that i think heath ledger is a better supervillain whereas uh joaquin phoenix is a better character and I think it mm-hmm. plays on that idea because a lot of people are expecting this character to, you know, be the the fucking comic book like I'm so crazy and demented and I'm damaged and I hurt people because it's funny and you should do it at home, too. But it's not even that kind of character for this movie. It, it, it's really just a, a fucking like what, what would you call it? A Greek tragedy, uh, a tragic. What's the tragic protagonist, I guess? Tragic villain. There's a term for it where you just watch this character kind of fall from where they are. And and I I think I I also brought up this point. If this movie was called Clown or Jokester and had nothing to do with the Joker (laughs) at all, people would say it's a masterpiece. Oh, the journalists would have gone fucking nuts through this movie if it had any other title. Literally any other title. I think so, too. Yeah, I agree. So with journalism, the thing is, with the media in general, at some point as a human being, you get disillusioned with them, right? You come to, if you're a young person, you think, oh, the media, they inform us about what is happening in the world. And then at some point you get that epiphany where you think, well, wait, they report tragedies. And the more they report on tragedies, the more money they make. So doesn't that mean they are kind of rooting for the tragedy, wouldn't they? Because that means more money for them. If and it bleeds, oh, leads. Yeah. Of the most... yeah, I mean, that's, no, that's but, just media. So you have the moments, but it's never been this explicit. You don't usually see media outlets going, oh, I hope this forest fire consumes more acres of forest so we can keep reporting on it. They don't usually are yeah. this transparent about it. And with this, they were. They were really fucking looking forward to people dying so they could write their goddamn articles about how the Joker caused violence. That's how it works. Have you guys... Let me suck his dick a little more. Have you guys watched The Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal? Such a good movie. Such a good movie. It's a great movie. So for anyone who doesn't know in the movie, without many spoilers, Jake Gyllenhaal plays a sort of a reporter, a video 
a cameraman who films accidents and crimes. And then he sells that footage to news stations. And the more spicy and outrageous the footage is, the more he gets paid. So at the beginning, he just films accidents. He just films, he goes in, he gets his 200 bucks. But throughout the movie, he gets more and more involved in the accident or the crime to get better footage. So, for example, if there was a car crash, he pulls out the body of the person who died in the crash so he can get a better better angle at the guy. If there was a home robbery, instead of calling the police and trying to save their lives, he just sticks the camera in their faces and films them die. And at the very end, he plays a psychopath. Remember, Jake Gyllenhaal, he tries to instigate a mass shooting. He follows around two violent criminals and he tries to get them into a more populated area. So when he calls the police on them, there might be a shootout and innocent people might die. This is a fucking movie about a psychopath. And I'm looking at the media today and this is what they're doing. You are Jake Gyllenhaal in Nightcrawler. You're trying to instigate a mass shooting so you can report on it. This is fucked up. This is really fucking yeah, fucked up. You're trying to instigate lot. all these incels to kill people. Well, it, it happens in real life a lot. Uh, there was actually, I saw this yesterday. There's a documentary. Do you guys who know who know who the Amazing Jonathan is? No. Okay, so no. the Amazing Jonathan. It, this is kind of separate, but he's a he's a stand up comedian and also magician, and he's very 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 good and very well respected in both fields. Some guy was making a documentary on him when he was diagnosed with a terminal heart condition. And the actual documentary about halfway through the filmmaker starts going, you know, I kind of realized that the only real way this movie could end is he has to die. Like that's that's the only way this story has an ending. That's the only way it concludes. And about that point in the movie, Jonathan catches on to that and starts calling him out. He's like, you just need me to die so that your film, you know, has a wrap up. It has a way to end. It has a, a fucking story. And that's that's what happens with a lot of journalists and media and people covering stuff. They want that that juice, that meat, because at the end of the day, they just want attention and viewership. It's fucking creepy. It's sad. It's creepy. I'm just the, the thing I'm I know this has always been happening. But what I'm trying to point out is in this movie, Jake plays a literal villain, a psychopath who practically has blood on his hands. He's trying to get people killed just so he can film it and make money. And this is what they're now openly doing with these articles about how the Joker has to cause a mass shooting. It's going to cause a mass shooting. Hey, incels, don't you think you should shoot people? What the fuck? Yeah, that's I mean, that's what mainstream media does, too. You're not going to watch the news if nothing exciting is happening. That's a little different. The news anchors aren't actively going. And in upcoming news, we're hoping that someone goes and shoots up this place over here. Well, but, well, they do it. They do it in more. They, they do it in way more subtle ways, though. It's definitely not disingenuous to say that they were hoping. There's certain journalists that'll write five articles, all saying, "Here it comes, five days till someone goes to shoot up the Joker premiere." Yeah. Right? They, you guys are doing I this, mean, right? But they you should. They do it just in more subtle ways. How many? How many times have you seen a news story where they go, "Kim yeah. Jong Un might have nukes, and if he does, he will definitely use them on the U.S." Even though it might just be. He was doing a book report on nuclear radiation or something like they do it constantly. Every all the media does it. Yeah, I think the mainstream really is doing this. I've seen Fox that like report on Fox. I've seen a bunch of articles on the New York Times. Does it get more mainstream than that? All saying the same crap we've been hearing about this movie is this is 
irresponsible. You can't just have a white protagonist take revenge. This is going to inspire shootings. It should inspire shootings, right, incels? Yeah. And ironically, I feel like at this point, if you're an incel, you would almost not cause any violence out of principle. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna prove them wrong. You know, there has to be some incel out there going, damn it, I was gonna shoot up this theater, but now everyone's saying I will. Just so kinda, wait, what, now what it's if, a cliche. What if the journalists <laughs> actually believe or think oh, that this don't. movie Well all right, or just operating under the belief that they believe that, then what's the like difference between Joker making a movie about, you know, a person, an, an incel, and then the media reporting on an incel? What's the difference there between the two? Because I'm completely fine with both See, that's, talking about whatever that's why I was saying that if the movie was just called Clown and it was an original character, no one would do anything like this shit. It's because the Joker himself is also such a big internet association with in cells and rise up and all that shit it's all what? meme shit it didn't it really didn't man not until during the whatever the bateman movies nobody associated uh, the joker with incels it's only until two years ago where incel even became a mainstream thing a word yeah, why is joker like nobody know about them. he's not even an incel in this movie he's not even an or incel in general he has a girlfriend that he fucks regularly yeah i, I don't understand they're, they're why using become... incel interchangeably with sociopath or loner which he that's, is in the that's movie. completely correct that's what it is entirely yeah but until two years ago it wasn't like that well, it is now. It's, I don't think it's fair to... I think it's fair to say that the Joker is at this point played out and boring and it's time for a new villain, but not that he's a villain, white supremacist, white male that's been wronged and this is going to lead to some of them shooting up movie theaters. And it's just been reading too much like they are looking forward to it yeah. just to be proven I, right. I just have to pull mm. that old quote out of my bag of tricks, the, the thing I overuse where uh, their lives are too good. Things are too good right now, so they have to go, yep, this could cause a shooting. I could totally see this being a big problem, even though it's a fucking movie. Like, God These damn sound it. like opinion pieces in the media, though, not like, not reportings, right? Are these opinion pieces that you're reading? Same thing. What are, what are you talking about? Just look at the Metacritic score of Joker. It's not just opinion Which, pieces, the, it's every critic ever believing all of these things that they think are going to happen as a result of the movie. Yeah, yeah they're not... They're not necessarily the mainstream media, though, these reviewers, right? Well, te was technically for movies, they are. CNN, they are CNN, CNN just posted just something yesterday like about it. Five, yeah. five pieces in the New York Times alone about how the Joker is terrible and yeah. you're responsible uh, if you watch it. My fucking mom yesterday sent me an article from NBC News. <laughs> I'm, se I'm dead serious. My mom yesterday texted me an NBC News article and it's uh, Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix sparks an incel controversy. And then it like... Talks about all the stuff going on, about how they're worried it could start a shooting and this and that. Even publishing stuff like that, they can word it so it seems like, oh, you know, this movie is dangerous and it does come with a, a lot of pre-notions on it. Be careful. It's it's just fucking dumb. It's people just panicking over nothing. Making it worse. They're panicking over nothing. They're wanting to generate some fear and clicks. Well, like what I'm saying is said. some people are panicking over it and that makes it even worse. I mean, think, think how things spread. Parents, clueless parents. Yeah. And I don't... Honestly, at this point, I don't blame them. I don't know how old your grandma is or your mom or whatever, but like some 70-year-old woman who gets scared by whatever she reads, fine. I don't blame her. She doesn't know how the world works now. She she doesn't know what a fucking incel is. 
But the young people who write these articles, some millennial, our age, writing about how the Joker is going to cause death and destruction and the new Armageddon. Yeah, it's kind of his fault. That's on him, not the old grandmas he's managed to fool. It's like, you guys remember when old people get fucked out of their retirement money by some sort of a pyramid scheme? You wouldn't really blame the old people, they're old and clueless. You would, f you would blame the guy running the scam. This is a new scam. Fear-mongering. Yeah. Run by people our age. Yeah, it's fucking sad. That we have to... It's a great movie, though. Oh, yeah. Really fucking please, good. Please go see Joker. <laughs> support this movie. Don't let them win. Yeah, support Warner Brothers. They really need it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I'm saying well, is... Mean, all I'm saying so I think you said it as a joke, but... Uh, Go ahead. I think it is good to support Warner Brother and tell them that it's okay to support controversial movies. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think the best revenge for this movie is we make it one of the highest grossing movies that it can it be. Is. Oh, thank God. It had the biggest Thursday night advanced screening ticket sales of any movie. Good. And then we make it no all those fucking incels. So all of you out there listening, their tickets. all of you out there listening, join hands, come together incel. in a spirit bomb. Make this movie incredibly high grossing with literally no <laughs> controversial <laughs> events linked to it. That'll piss in their mouth. Get it. Buy tickets. Watch it. It's and, and even beyond that, we're not just doing it as a, a fucking protest. It is actually one of the best movies I've ever seen. So please. See, that's why I'm gonna go see it. I no joke. I bought a ticket to for Wednesday. I bought a ticket for Wednesday late at night from my time. And I wasn't gonna go. I just felt like I get angry sometimes when I see this cancel culture bullshit. So I I figure I, I should support them. Like Car Carson King. I don't know the guy, I don't care about him, but I donated to his fucking Venmo. I donated to the charity that he was supporting just out of spite, even though I don't really care that much about him personally. So I bought a ticket, I wasn't going to go, but when I saw the review saying, well, it's not just out of spite, it's kind of a good movie, actually. Yeah, I'm going to go see it on Wednesday evening. Um, I'm going to be late to... I, I promised Doug that I would go on his show who's right, but I'm going to be like an hour late. <laughs> I have to go see the Joker, damn it. <laughs> Joker's more important. I Can one of you explain what the We Live in a Society meme is? Because I don't understand it. I don't know where it started. Oh, yeah. Tumblr users really used to much. always, well, like, yeah, Tumblr users would always say, like, we live in a society when talking yeah. about things that were kind it, of... I'll take this indicative one. of oppression or something. I'll, I'll take this one. That's not entirely right, because I looked this up a couple weeks ago because I had no idea what it meant either. It started with a picture of a real mouse versus Mickey Mouse. And it said, we live in a society. Uh -huh. And it's the idea is that Mickey Mouse would get far more attention and viewership and likes than the real mouse. And it, it just kind of comes to mean to like commercialization and brands. And it's the idea of like. It, you know that it it just it's kind of self-explanatory we live in a society this is the things it that really people isn't. do and like thing gets more no, i'm confused no. about it i thought Man, I I, i've seen it. so many memes and well, within now, minutes i can yeah. thanks to context clues i can somehow make out what the meme means but this we live in a society thing i've never understood i always it's assumed just, it's some sort of a it's, it's just a, line a biting from a remark movie. i don't it, think it is i think it's just a biting a, remark about like 
showing what kind of dystopian world they think we live in. Yeah, it's supposed to be a meta commentary of society where it's like they go, did you know that vegetables are cheaper than fast food? And better Which for we you. do live in a society. Yeah, it's, it's you eat veggies and they're good for you, but most people would rather eat fast food. We live in a society. Like it, it's supposed to be a meta commentary on things they don't like, but now the phrase just has no meaning because it's overused. So do 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 you get it, Charlie? Nope. All right, we'll try next time. Yeah, okay, yeah, ne- God, ne- next week. Well, join <laughs> us again for we try to figure out what we will live in a society. <laughs> Meaning lessons. We talk out of our ass for an hour and 20 minutes. We'll see you next time. <laughs> I generally only don't get it, but yeah, let's let's try to get back into it next week. Sure. Alrighty. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the episode this week. Uh, we appreciate your support. Listening counts for a hell of a lot to us, so thank you. You can head on over to patreon.com slash the official podcast to listen to some more bonus episodes, some good content over there, 40 episodes worth of content over there. Patreon.com slash the official podcast. Thanks to my co-hosts for for joining me on the Jackson podcast today. Appreciate it. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see everyone next week. Yeah, we will. Bye, everyone. We will. Bye. Bye, gamers. Watch a Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Bye.